the best answer ever. The answer to a casual question at lunch 35 years ago taught me everything I needed to know about choosing a career. I knew my father's cardiologist for a dozen years before my father needed him. In the early 1980s, the medical community was just starting to build applications for patient record-keeping using the new personal computers coming on the market at the time. Through circumstances I am totally unable to recall, I was introduced to an eminent cardiologist, I'll call him Dr. Don, whose research work required him to collect data on his groundbreaking coronary angioplasty cases. I wrote a little code for him, and it remained an entirely professional relationship except for the occasional lunch at the local tennis club. They were awkward discussions. Apart from the microscopic overlap in his coding requirements and my coding capabilities, we really didn't have that much to talk about. Desperate to find a way to make the conversation last at least until the main course was served, I grabbed for the only thing that came to mind that made the least bit of sense. So when was it you knew you wanted to be a cardiologist? Perhaps unwittingly, or more likely he knew precisely the gravity of what he was about to impart, he provided the single best answer ever to similar questions I had asked many others, perhaps searching for some sort of magic for my own career. I don't remember not wanting to be one, he said. How a six-year-old boy knew he wanted to be something that wasn't a fireman, policeman, hockey player, or astronaut seemed rather incredible to me at the time. However, he did go on to describe that, yes, for as long as he could remember, being a cardiologist was the only thing he ever wanted to be when he grew up. What the six-year-old Dr. Don could not have known, of course, was only a small, small number of those who might aspire to such a profession actually have the wherewithal to see it through. Astronaut or hockey player might have actually made more sense. Setting aside the base IQ that only nature and good luck can provide, The staggering amount of education required, literally decades, is insurmountable for all but a tiny fraction of those who try. Defying those impossibly long odds, Dr. Don obviously did achieve his childhood dream and became a cardiologist. Not just any cardiologist, though, but one of global reputation sought after by institutions around the world to further perfect his craft and to impart some fraction of his knowledge on those around him. He went on to develop and patent many advances in the state of the art that are still widely used today. He is, without doubt, one of the best in his field. Most importantly, for the Gannon family and countless other families like ours, Dr. Don became our father's cardiologist. He provided the supremely nuanced, careful, thoughtful, transcendent care that extended my father's life from maybe his late 50s well into his 80s, where he happily lives to this day. Those two or three decades, at least, of extra life have provided an opportunity for my father to see his grandchildren grow up, thrive, and to see the birth of his first great-grandchild. An opportunity for him and my mother to look after each other as they grew old together. An opportunity for him and I to go to the Reno Air Races twice, and an opportunity for me to get to know my father as an adult an opportunity for my father to impart his wisdom and spirit on me and my siblings. All of that would never have happened without Dr. Don. In other words, our family owes this man a debt we can never hope to repay because the gift he gave us was priceless. 
So instead, on behalf of my family, I simply offer him my humblest, heartfelt thanks. We will never forget what you did for us. I'm sure that Dr. Don is well into his retirement now, and he deserves a long and happy one. But think for a moment how blessed his life has been to know exactly what he wanted to do for as long as he could remember, to be able to grow up and do exactly that, achieve enormous success within that field, and to leave a legacy of families like ours, families whose lives have been profoundly and indelibly affected by his work. He was truly able to turn his life's passion into his profession, and we are all infinitely richer for it. Actually, I don't think Dr. Don chose cardiology at all. Cardiology chose him. Happily, it became his life's work, his grand professional passion. But I really believe that in Dr. Don's case, his life's work was never really work at all. Now that's the life we should all hope to lead. I'm Terrence C. Gannon, and I'm not there yet. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, please rate the show on iTunes or Facebook. It really helps build the audience, which means I get to keep doing this. Not There Yet is a weekly series of short essays podcasted from the second decade of the 21st century. They are all written and read by me, and the entire production is wholly owned by Interlog Inc. of Calgary, Canada. All rights are reserved. Our music is Life As We Make It by Olive Music, available on Premium Beat. The Not There Yet podcast is hosted on Fireside of Austin, Texas. The show is recorded using Audio-Technica microphones and a Zoom H4n digital recorder. It is edited and mixed on Logic Pro 10 from Apple. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, remember, it's the journey, not the destination. It really doesn't matter if you're not there yet. <laughs>